0: G'day there guys and welcome back to another episode of r slash entitled people the subreddit where we give you your daily dose of drama entitlement and just whatever else we can find on the internet if that sounds like your cup of tea i want you to sit back relax smack that subscribe button if you haven't already and get ready for some bloody good content let's go So I, 21 male, am in my second year of uni, and I'm currently rooming with three other people. Dan, Max, and Olivia, which are all fake names. We all share a living area, kitchen, and of course a fridge. We each have a shelf space for our stuff, and kinda share the rest of the fridge. Now, in our group... I'm the only one that doesn't have any dietary requirements. Dan is gluten intolerant, Olivia is a vegan by choice, and Max is mostly vegetarian because of a mixture of allergies and medical conditions. Me and Max are also in the same major and are close. When we all first moved in, Max noticed that some of his food kept getting moved to a different shelf, Olivia's shelf. Max has really bad social anxiety and doesn't do well with conflict, so he asked me to ask Olivia about it. When I did, she said she thought that we had gotten the food for her because she is vegan. I explained that Max is vegetarian, and I just said he's vegetarian because I don't think it was my place to tell people about his medical conditions, and she apologized and moved his food back and seemed happy to have someone that understood, quote-unquote. For the next few weeks, everything was fine. She did get a bit pushy every now and then with Max, saying that meat is the hard part and how easy it would be to stop eating milk and eggs, etc. Yesterday, we all decided to order takeout. We ordered Chinese. There is a beef-based dish that not only can Max eat, but is also his favorite. So we got a portion for the group as well as just one for Max. We sat down and started eating, and when Olivia saw Max eating the dish, she went to get some. Max quickly stopped her and told her it had beef in it. She sat there and blinked a few times before asking why he was eating it then. Max sheepishly replied that he can eat this dish. She started yelling that he can't make exceptions to veganism and vegetarianism when he feels like it. Max explains that he's vegetarian because of medical reasons. Olivia told him that he shouldn't call himself a vegetarian then, and quickly filled her plate and went to her room. Today, Olivia refused to talk to anyone and would leave the room if Max came in. Max was clearly upset. I asked Dan to take him out somewhere while I talked to Olivia because I couldn't promise that she wouldn't yell again. They left and I knocked on Olivia's door and I asked to talk. She let me in and I told her that the way that she's been treating Max is not okay. She said she felt lied to. She thought she had someone who cared about the same things that she did. I told her that it's okay to feel that way but that's not Max's fault and what she is doing is wrong. She yelled at me, saying that it was in fact Max's fault for misappropriating the label vegetarian, and started comparing it to being hate-crimed. I shut that down right away. She is literally the only one in the group that doesn't belong to a minority, so this did piss me off, and I left to join Dan and Max, who had gone to the arcade. When we got back, the place was a mess. Max's stuff had been thrown into the living area. This also included some of his gaming equipment and medical stuff, which had been damaged. Any meat product had been opened and thrown in the trash, empty milk cartons in the sink, which were full. So I think she tipped them out. Her shelf in the fridge was empty, and anything that was vegan-friendly, so most of Max's food but also some of Dan's food, was also gone. There were two rooms on one side and two rooms on the other side, and she and Max's rooms were next to each other. We called our RA, and she was really nice and calm, probably because Max was crying at this point, and she said she would talk to Olivia, and would probably have her moved because this wasn't appropriate. We are hoping she gets moved. She hasn't been back yet today, and we just finished moving Max's stuff into Dan's room and set up a futon just in case. We literally did our food shop a few days ago, so don't really have enough money to replace anything. Anyway, sorry, this was a bit of a rant rant away op wow that is some goddamn petty and entitled behavior from her she's quite literally bullying someone with a disability putting his health and life in jeopardy because uh he doesn't believe in eating the same stuff that she does or he doesn't share her views on veganism and vegetarianism very interesting behavior from this one anyway there is an update so unfortunately we had cleared up the mess without taking pictures but we took pictures of the damage and the RA is kind of a witness since she saw the mess and the damage before we touched it. Olivia tried to come back and with the help from the RA, we prevented her. We told her unless she is going to replace everything, we are going to file a police report. She broke down saying she didn't want us to call the police but couldn't buy animal products because that was against her beliefs as a vegan. After crying and yelling, she agreed to transfer over money to cover the food and the damaged items. It came up to a few thousand. Luckily, healthcare, while not great, isn't overly expensive here. She reluctantly handed over the key to her room and the RA recorded us while she packed up her stuff and we found a mini-fridge that had all the missing food. She then was let in to get her stuff and she took extra long, sulking and trying to make us feel bad, and when that didn't work, she started getting aggressive and yelling. Slurs were thrown, and both Dan and Max and the RA got campus security to remove her. Like some of you predicted, she did try to pull the the big scary men bullying her for being vegan card. But that doesn't really hold up when these big scary men are either dance majors, five foot five and built like a stick or a five foot three trans guy with crazy levels of anxiety whose stomach will implode if he eats meat max and that's not what actually happens it's just what he says it feels like again thanks to all the comments the advice and even the offers to give us money someone did mention a student food bank and they have said since the medical stuff takes priority that if we don't have enough we can have some access to the student food bank When it comes to the few comments asking about Max's health conditions, I did ask, but Max isn't comfortable with me putting them out here, even if it is anonymous. I do hope the curious few understand, and while not being suspended, Olivia is now banned from any of the on-campus housing or student halls. And as I say, good riddance to bad rubbish. Olivia deserved everything she got. She can't go around guilt-tripping and bullying people into getting the what she wants every single time. That's not how life works, Olivia. So I'm a retired, mid-60s white female who needed gas last Monday before I ran my errands. I stopped at a station near my house that doesn't have a large parking lot, so parking and turning are cramped. I pulled up to a pump after circling the station twice looking for an opening. Once I got out of the car, I heard someone honking behind me and I see a young man, also white, about 35, in a big white truck parked vertically behind me near the curb. When I got to the pump, he yelled at me, didn't you see I was in line for that pump? I said no, and I continued to try and put my card in the reader because he had startled me. He called me a cow and told me that he was in line. I repeated, I didn't realize he was in line, and that's when the crap hit the fan. His next words were screaming that you were too effing old to be out in public. You should be at home waiting to die, you frickin' a-hole. The next 10 to 15 minutes, he never shut up about how old I was and what an effing a-hole I was. Over and over again and again. He did pull his truck away from the curb and get behind me in line. At this point, he told me in a slightly lower tone than a scream that I had better hurry the f up. I didn't respond. He repeated it. I said I was retired, I didn't have to hurry up. He said it again. And at this point, I was done with him and I told him, oh, I'm so old, my back is bad and my hip and shoulders. It'll take me 30 to 35 minutes to finish pumping the little bit of gas I need. You had better start looking for another pump because you will never get this one. Well, he did look for another pump but he backed into the same pump as me on the other side and continued to scream and curse me out for another five minutes. When he screamed ugly, something about my mum, I told him his mother had certainly raised a complete effing a-hole. At this point, he told me to suck a big D and I laughed at him and said, not bloody likely. Now, a few points I'd like to make. I really didn't see him waiting for the pump. I thought he was parked to the side waiting on someone to come out of the store. If he had not immediately started screaming and cursing at me, I might have moved. While I wasn't scared and was kind of amused at his childish hissy fit, I tried not to respond to his accusations. I don't know why he thought that I had no business in public because I'm older. Maybe he hates his grandmas. I was not afraid because there were at least 20 people at the station and we were the center of attention. He was loud AF. I'm also Irish and Scottish, so it's sort of like picking a fight with a honey badger. You might win, but I'm going to do some damage. I was playing with him and seeing just how worked up I could get him. He's never going to get to retire. His blood pressure and anger issues are going to take him out before he's 50. After I finished pumping, I slowly got into my car, buckled my seatbelt, turned up my radio, and slowly drove off with him screaming obscenities at me the whole time. I never looked back at him. This is my first post on Reddit, so be kind to me, please. I'm a widow, and I have been for 11 years. I have always fought my own battles, and as my dad used to say about me, I take a little bit of crap from my dad, a lot of crap from my hubby, and nothing off of anybody else. That is how he raised me. Honestly, not to be offensive or anything, but it sounds like better men have screamed at you, OP. You have been through the wars and come out a stronger person for it. This guy deserves none of your attention or time. You handled this so goddamn well. That is amazing. It does make me laugh when you say he probably won't make it to retirement age because I can just picture him screaming red like a tomato in that car out there and that is just a sight to behold. Anyway, thank you for that story. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This story begins a number of years ago, with a particular dessert pastry that my mom used to make, pudding pie. I didn't know why this pie was so much better than regular pudding, but it was delicious, and I would actually look forward to that pie before Thanksgiving. That is how good the pie was. Sadly, like all good things, this pastry too came to an end. One year, my mother decided that the pie was too fattening for her diet, and swapped some ingredients around. She swore up and down that it would taste no different. Spoiler alert, it tasted like Nightmare's Feel. Immediate and extended family protested and requested the diet abomination be banished and the delicious pie be brought back. Those pleas fell on deaf ears. Eventually, mum had enough and said she wasn't stopping anyone else from making the pie, but she wasn't doing it anymore. I assumed she figured nobody else would have the grumption to actually seek out the recipe and make it. She thought wrong. In the very wee hours of Thanksgiving morning last year, I took up that gauntlet and prepared my pie in secret. Read, I procrastinated until the literal last minute. Forgot the pie needed some time to set before it can get eight. I even managed to control myself and not just start eating the filling. I had one small taste to make sure I didn't forget an important ingredient. I showed up for Thanksgiving lunch at my aunt's house with my pie and there was much rejoicing. Real sugar, actual tasty ingredients. I inhaled my meal in the interests of getting to pie sooner and I may or may not have overdone it a bit. I needed some time on my feet to make room for a slice of my pie so I stepped outside to vape and chat with the smokers. I got numerous compliments on not screwing up instant pudding in a pie tin. The actual pie was more complicated than that but I just took the ribbing. I make it inside and beeline for the dessert table. There's my mother, standing near her imposter pie, which was missing a single piece, looking like she's sucking a lemon. Whether that was from the taste of her evil pie, or the fact that mine was so popular, is anyone's guess. I'm certainly not brave enough to ask, but there's nary a sign of my pie. I see apple pie, pumpkin pie, toll house pie, but no pudding pie. Not even the pie tin. Surely it couldn't be so delicious. People actually ate the tin in the 10 minutes I was outside. So, I addressed the room, asked where my pie is. Several people look at one of the couches and then away. What I saw made my blood boil. My sister is sitting on my aunt's new couch. The entire tin on her lap, massive spoon in one hand, a can of whipped cream in the other, and she's going to town on my pie which had been a little over half-eaten by people who weren't complete savages before it fell in with bad company. I recall saying, Really, sis? Her head pops up, and she looks at me like a deer in headlights. This woman, who is in her 30s, mind you, has chocolate pudding and whipped cream smeared all over her face. She compounds the image of a toddler by speaking with her mouth full as she tries to justify herself. What? Mom said someone needed to take the pie away before she caved. Reason and consideration had left me. I spent hours on that pie and didn't even get to eat a single piece. I won't claim what I did next was okay. All I will say is that I have yet to regret doing what I did and I honestly can't think of any other way that I could have responded. I don't think I'm the hero of this tale. All I can say is that I am not the villain. I snorted like a little piggy. Twice. I'm not sure when the rest of the room quietened down and watched our little showdown. All I can say is that it was silent when I oinked and everyone heard it. It took a little while for what happened to actually percolate into her brain, but once my sister realised, she just stood up, sending the pie onto the floor with the pudding part face down, and flung what was in her hands away so she could cover her face and start sobbing. She sprinted to the bathroom and slammed the door shut. Then, all hell breaks loose and my extended family went to war with each other. A small but vocal section of the family started berating me for doing that to my sister. Neither of us are pixies, and the larger portion arguing with the smaller because who just grabs the entire pie and eats it like that? I just grabbed some napkins and did the best I could to get most of my pie out of my aunt's brand new carpet. She had hosted Thanksgiving that year because her house had been completely remodeled with fresh paint on the walls and a brand spanking new interior. I gave my aunt a hug and I apologised for the mess before I left with an otherwise Irish goodbye. She didn't say anything then but I've spoken with my aunt since then and she said that she doesn't blame me. My parents actually paid for the carpet to get steam cleaned because there was pudding everywhere and it was a light-coloured carpet. Why my parents paid and not my sister who works a full-time job and is otherwise allegedly a fully functioning adult, well, that is an excellent question. That's the story of how I ruined Thanksgiving last year. I hope you won't judge me too harshly. Oh my God, who who wastes good pie like that? That sister is the asshole in this situation. That's what I know for sure. I bet if that little cow tried to pull that crap in anyone else's home, they would be ejected straight through the front door. You don't waste damn good pie like that. I'm gonna cry. I wanna try that pie now too, and you have, you have ripped the opportunity from my hands, dear good OP sister. For shame, I say, for shame. Anyway, guys, I do hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you do, hit that like button. Tell me what you thought about it down below. Let's get these engagements up. Let's get this channel into the YouTube goddamn algorithm. With that said, I hope you guys have a good day and I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.